So one of the areas that we're going to center in on in our, our next wave, our next arrows of prayer, one of the assignments is we're going to be praying for our veterans. We're going to be praying for our veterans. That's just real big in my spirit. They say that a lot of veterans come home from overseas and they're so under pressure that many of them commit suicide. These things ought not so to be. And I believe that that is, is, is one group of forgotten people. Yes, it's true. And I think we just need to just lift them up continuously before the Lord. Yes, right. In these days, in these hours. Amen. Lord God, right now we pray for our veterans. All of the veterans. All of them, Lord. From all of the wars. All of them that are still alive. Lord, we're asking you to pour in the oil and the wine. Let the healing balm of Gilead flow into their souls flow into their minds. Lord, where there's been such distress and where there's been such stress of things that they've seen and things that have happened over there, Lord God, we're asking you to pour in the oil and the wine. Come on, guys, pray. Oh, we lift up the veterans to you, Lord. Mandele bro kasele brandai. Mandele gelebro vayande. Mangala brashe lebrondo la baseke lebanda la vashe. Yes, Lord. Lord, we ask that you lift them. We let there be a lifting among the veterans. We pray for their families tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for stretching forth your hand to heal and to bring shalom. Everyone say shalom. Shalom over our veterans in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, open your Bibles tonight to Proverbs chapter 4. We're in a series right now, and I believe this is uh, teaching number 8 on healing is for you. And in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20 through 22, and we're going to unpack this and break this down over the next couple of weeks. You cannot get enough of God's Word. You cannot overdose on it. Amen? And there are no side effects. Last week, you know, we talked about how that many medication has some serious adverse side effects. Amen? And so what you want to do is make sure if you are on a protocol like that, that you don't read them and you just get in faith and believe God. Amen? In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 through 22, it says, My son, attend to my words, incline thy ear to my saints. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, verse 21, for they are life unto those that find them. Amen? Verse 22, for they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. The NIV says they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Salvation is all-inclusive, but salvation includes you being physically healed in every fiber of your being. In your entire being. Amen. The NLT says they bring life to those that find them and healing to their whole body. God's word translation says they heal the whole body. Still another translation says strength to all of his flesh. So we know that the word medicine in the Hebrew or health in the Hebrew means medicine. It means remedy. It means cure. It means to completely be healed by God's power. Amen? 
And so we looked at the first part of that verse last week, and we're going to look at the second part of verse 20 uh, this evening. My son, attend to my words. Give my word your undivided attention. For he did send his word, and he did heal them, and he will deliver anyone from their destructions who will get in this word long enough for it to displace disease in their life. Not only that, Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. I want to quote something that Brother Hagin said in his uh, book or in one of his teaching called God's Medicine. He said, Dr. Lillian B. Yeomans, a medical doctor who received divine healing for herself and then devoted her life to ministering and teaching this subject, would teach what she called healing classes in the daytime during the revival meetings. She wrote in one of her books to this effect, I almost become angry sometimes for when we are studying the Word of God on such an important subject as healing for the body, you can tell people are not paying a bit of attention to it. Of course, that's not us, right? He said they will thumb through the songbook, stare off into space, look out the window or chew gum. Somebody just swallowed their gum. And... And then those same people want you to pray the prayer of faith for them, yet they don't want to do anything themselves. Okay, so that's, that's from a man of God who ministered well over 50 years, probably 60 years of full-time ministry with a healing ministry, quoting Lillian B. Yeomans. And so it's very important for us to stay focused and fixed on the Scriptures. Because scriptures have within itself the ability to heal your entire being. Amen? So give time then into sowing God's word into your heart. Because it is true. Jesus did say that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Now, the sowing, the result of sowing the word of healing into your heart will be a harvest of healing in your body. Healing begins on the inside and it works its way to the outside. Amen? The Word of God is incorruptible seed. It is incapable of being destroyed. And so as you plant this Word, this incorruptible seed into your spirit, your spirit then will produce life and out of it shall flow the very power of God and cause health and healing to show up on the outside. Amen? Now what we want to make sure that we don't do is that we don't give the devil any place by giving him the attention that he so badly desires. He absolutely desires your focus. He absolutely desires for us to take our eyes off Jesus over onto the symptoms. And when that happens, he begins to build a case in your soul saying, you'll never get your healing. You're going to die young. I want you to know, friends, that's a lie straight from the pit of hell. But you and I are the ones that must not give place to that. Now, a great, great story in the Word of God is right after the woman with the issue of blood was healed. There came from the, one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and said, Master, please come to my house. 
My daughter is grievously tormented, almost to the point of death. So during that process of time, the woman with the issue of blood came in the press behind and touched his garment, and she was made whole. And Jesus turned around and said, Daughter, thy faith has made you whole. And then he began to follow Jairus down to his house. In the meantime, Jairus' daughter died. She was dead. And the, the people around him, her, said, Don't trouble the master any longer or any further. Your daughter is dead. Now I want you to see and to hear what Jesus said. Here's what he said, and this is the ASV. He said, But Jesus, hearing or heeding the word that was spoken, said to the ruler of the synagogue, And I believe that these words have eternal value because it's just like Jesus saying the same things to us tonight. He said, fear not. Come on. Fear not. Only believe. The Amplified says, overhearing, but ignoring what they said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, Don't be seized with alarm and struck with fear. Only keep on believing. Woo, hallelujah. Pastor Tom did a great job tonight leading worship. Amen? Amen. And one of the songs that we sang is we're standing, standing, standing on the promises of God. And I just want to say to you tonight, if you're standing on the word of God, just keep standing. Just keep standing. Having done all to stand, just keep standing. Just keep trusting God and let God arise and His enemies be scattered. So regardless then of the report, Jairus, he still believed. Now here's what Jesus didn't do. Jesus did not yield to the atmosphere. He overcame it. That atmosphere at that bedside was charged with grief. It was charged with sorrow. But Jesus didn't allow that to stop him. Jesus came in, put him out, and he said to the daughter, Talitha Kumai, that is, arise. And she that was dead arose from the dead. So God's prescription for good health. Let's talk about it a little bit. In verse 22, again it says, For they are life to those that find them. They are health to all their flesh. We know that we are to attend to God's word. And tonight, for just a little while, I want to talk about inclining our ears to his sayings. Inclining our ears to his sayings. The word incline means to stretch, it means to extend, it means to bend down. I believe when the Word of God says incline our ears to His sayings, means that you and I are not to be passive listeners. In other words, we're to listen to the Word with the intention of receiving it, and not only receiving it, but acting on it. You see, it is the doers of the Word of God that are the ones that are blessed in His doing. So open the ears of your heart to God's Word. 
in the name of Jesus. He, Jesus said, that hath ears to hear, do what? Let him hear. You ought to say this regularly. I have ears to hear. Speak to me, O God. Your servant is listening. Hallelujah. That's why we continuously pray that the eyes of our understanding would be what? Enlightened. That they would be awakened with revelation knowledge. And that we would have ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to us through His Word. Amen. So open the ears of your heart to God's Word. Because it is true that faith comes by hearing. Amen. And continuously hearing. Not just by having heard. Amen. Not by just having heard something a week ago, but be a current hearer of God's Word. We could say it this way. Put your physical ears in position to hear the Word of Faith preached. I'm not ashamed of being a Word of Faith preacher. I'd rather be a Word of Faith preacher than a Word of Doubt preacher. I'd rather be a Word of Healing preacher than a Word of Disease preacher. How about you? So every one of us, this includes all of us, PT, myself, Pastor Nancy, Pastor Brenda, we all must make the conscientious uh, direction or effort to place our ears in a position to hear the Word preached. And sometimes that means you need to travel on a Wednesday night from Livermore, from Pleasanton, from Castro Valley, from Oakland. And sometimes it even means getting on a jet and flying to Branson, Missouri to hear a preacher like Brother Moore. Or getting in your car and driving to Sacramento and hearing a struggling preacher by the name of Kenneth Copeland. You see, the anointing makes all the difference. The anointed word in your heart on a continual basis will produce burden-removing and yoke-destroying power that will set you free every day of your life. Look at Mark chapter 4. And let's notice verses 23 uh, through 25 in the Amplified Version. Amen. When they get it up there, say we have it. Mark the fourth chapter, verses 23 through 25 in the Amplified. Amen. If any man has ears to hear, say it with me, I have ears. I have ears. Ears to hear. Ears to hear. You know there can be people trying to tell you some things and give you godly counsel and you're not having ears to hear? You know, it, you know it's, it's very possible to be stubborn? Down south they call it being mule-headed. Right? Mule-headed. Or a donkey. Stubborn. Now, Sometimes people don't hear very well in the natural because they've got their ears filled with wax. And to hear more clearly, they need to get the wax out of their ears. 
Now, I'm not saying that there's anything stopping your ears up. But if there is anything that's stopping your ears up and keeping you out of the arena of hearing clearly, I'd go before the Lord. And I would say, now, Lord, I'm asking you to do whatever it takes for me to have my ears clear to hear. Amen. If any man has ears to hear, let him be listening and perceive and comprehend. And he said to them, be careful what you are hearing. Be careful what you are hearing. You know, it's possible for a person to come to a church like this and get a miracle and then go to another church and not hear the same thing they're hearing in this church and then lose their healing. Now, why is that? The reason why it is because the enemy comes with a counterattack oftentimes. He comes to rob perhaps what a person has received. And so if we're not in the right place, and if we're not in the right atmosphere, hearing the right thing on a consistent basis, it's an open door to the enemy. Be careful what you are hearing. For the measure of thought and study you give to the truth that you hear. What does the truth do? The truth sets you free. So the measure of thought and study you give to what sets you free will be measured back to you again. In other words, the more word you hear, the more freer you should get. And the more freer you get, the more life you will enjoy. So the measure of thought and study you give to the truth which sets you free, you hear, will be measured of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you and more, everyone say more besides. I wonder, is it possible for us to get freer? Do you think it's possible for us to get just a little bit freer in our praise and worship? Do you think it's possible in this church for the glory of God to be so strong and so thick in our midst that we just don't know what to do? We just get beside ourselves. I think it's a good thing when a church can get beside themselves and flow with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Just a thought. Hallelujah. That's why we're exercising. You know, I'm not just playing church here. When I say, let's have 10 seconds of praise and worship, shouting and and whatever the case may be, do it. Let's do it for 10 seconds. Come on. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Woo! Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I can remember sitting there in the 80s and in the 90s at the Oakland Coliseum and they'd start the wave. Anybody ever been in the wave? I mean, it may start out in the bleachers. Usually the most radical fans are in the bleachers. It's like the most radical Christians are usually in the first front three rows. 
So when we say 10 seconds, you better get with it. Because a wave is coming. Hallelujah. But that wave, they just wave from the bleachers all the way around. You'd wait again and the wave would come. I'm telling you, there's a wave. There's a wave of glory. There's a wave of the Spirit in the local church. There's a wave of power. There's a wave. And I tell you, praise and worship and getting beside yourself activates it. So let's do about 20 seconds right now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Woo! Hallelujah! <laughs> Woo! Glory. Ha, 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 devil. You cannot rob our joy. You cannot take our shout. You can't take our dance from us. You can't keep us from running in this place. Glory to God. Amen. You know something? You can shout with music or you can shout without it. You can have a shout in your heart wherever you're at. I was stretching this morning. I got so happy listening to Brother Hagin. I could hardly contain myself. Glory to God. He was preaching on death. And he was beside himself. He was giving testimonies of people that have left. And he started talking about the grandstands of heaven. He started talking about heaven being more real than this earth. And soon and very soon we're going to see the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And he got happy in church. And I got happy on the floor stretching. Amen. How many of you got kinfolks in heaven? Did you know what they're doing right now? I'll guarantee you, honey, Johnny Edwards and Ruthie Mae Edwards aren't up there playing checkers. They're busy. They're doing something up there. PT, your mom's up to something up there. (laughs) She's up to something in glory. I tell you, how many of you got loved ones in heaven? How many of you looking forward to seeing them? Are you glad for them that they're in glory? I'm going to say it again. Are you glad for them that they're in heaven? I guarantee you, they're singing and shouting the victory. Woo, hallelujah. They're in a timeless place. And pretty soon all of us will be there and they'll say, you here so soon? To them, it's a couple minutes. To us, it might be 30 years. But oh, hallelujah. The grandstands are full of people cheering us on in our race. Somebody says, what has that got to do with the word? Everything. What's that got to do with healing? Everything. I'm telling you, the truth will set you free. So why not experience heaven here on earth? Why not experience God's best right where we're at? Now we're going to need to stand for it. But he's given you the ability to stand. He's given you the ability to speak and to believe and to act on his word. He's given you that. So why wait till we get to heaven to enjoy what heaven offers right now here on earth? Pray it with me. Thy will be done in my life on earth as it is in heaven. Glory to God. Supercharge. Supercharge every limb here tonight. Supercharge every cell. Supercharge kidneys. Supercharged livers, supercharged blood in the name of Jesus. 
Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank God for the anointing. Don't miss out on it, guys. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Let's not be lukewarm. Let's be on fire. I, I saw something on TV the other night. They, they came out with a new Apple phone. It's just under a thousand bucks. And some guy was camped out there Tuesday night. Slept on the street. Why? Because he wasn't about to miss the latest thing. As twisted as that desire is, why not turn it around and take that desire for holy things, for godly things? Amen? I'm not going to miss it. You going to miss it? I am not going to miss what God is doing. Hallelujah. I'm not going to let these earthly things. I'm not going to let these light afflictions. What do you say we be like Moses? What did Moses do? Moses esteemed earthly things lightly. He esteemed earthly things lightly. He left everything that was available to him in Pharaoh's household to become the very vessel that God used to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt over the Red Sea. Hallelujah. And all of us, folks, we've all got a big part to play in these last days. Somebody says, I do. Yes, you do. If you can lift up your voice and pray, if you can lift up your voice and say what God's word says, you have a huge part in what God's doing in the earth today. So what do you say we let God's word into our lives? And then get all the, get, get the other stuff out. Get it out. Look at Isaiah 55, verse 3 in the NLT. I love Wednesday night services because we can just exhort one another, love one another. We can shout together. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, God's not opposed to you taking a run. He's not opposed to you laughing in the spirit. In Isaiah 55, verse 3, in the, in the New Living Translation, he says, Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen, and you will find life. God's Word translation says this, Open your ears and come to me. Listen so that you may live. Listen and live. Listen and live. Surround sound is a big thing in the entertainment world. Surround sound. You can hear sound from all over your living room. Of the latest movie. What about surrounding our home 
with sounds from heaven. Surrounding our lives, making sure that we have the equipment and the tools for the word of God to be plain. For beautiful worship music to be filling the chambers of our household. Oh, it'll make a difference. It'll make a difference in the way you sleep. It'll make a difference in the way you speak to one another. As we develop an atmosphere for Him, the King of glory shall come in. Listen and live. Listen and live. Now, one of the biggest favors you can do for a loved one that is in a very big battle with disease, maybe a cancer or, you know, whatever the case may be, a life and death situation. Maybe, you know, they're in a hospital or maybe they're even, you know, in hospice or whatever the case may be. One of the biggest favors you can do is make sure the atmosphere in that hospital room or in that hospice center, that the atmosphere is an entrance for God. Mm. And I'm not criticizing people. Because, you know, when I point one finger at someone, I've got three pointing back at me. But I've had the experience of going into hospital rooms where people are in life and death situations and they've got just football blaring. Or they've got comedy blaring. And it's just television 24 hours a day seven days a week. There's no life in that. Hallelujah. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Psalm 85, 8 says, I will hear what God the Lord will speak. The ESV says, let me hear. God's word translation says, I want to hear. Say that me, I desire to hear. I want to hear. Men are healed by hearing words. Men and women are saved by hearing words. Men and women are filled with the Spirit by hearing words. Not only that, but men and women will prosper as their soul prospers. And that comes by hearing the Word, which brings a transformation to their soul. Isaiah chapter 50 and verse 4, and I want to look at that. Isaiah the 50th chapter and the 4th verse. Glory to God. God's here. He's here tonight, James. He's here in this place. He is here in this place. Lord, we activate the very presence of the Lord tonight by just reaching out and receiving strength. 
Lord, we reach into this atmosphere and we believe we receive freedom for whatever things in our lives that have held us down and held us back. In Isaiah 50 verse 4 it says, The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Where do we get these words in season to speak to the weary? We get it out of the abundance of the heart and the deposits that we have in us. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. He wakes me morning by morning. He wakes my ear to hear as the learned. One of the greatest times of day to hear from heaven is in the morning. It's in the morning. And as we grow and as we develop and the more we walk with him, we can walk even in a greater realm of hearing from him all day long. Let's read it together. And after we do, let's stand and BT will come. Amen. Isaiah 50 verse 4 says the Lord, say it with me, the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned. And I know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. He wakes me morning by morning. Lord God, wake my ear to hear as the learned. Let's stand to our feet. Woo, glory to God.